Previously on Multi-Class Theater. Our heroes were sent to the town of Nightfall to steal an artifact from the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock. Specifically, the Golden Rock for which the Brotherhood is named. To gain access to the Brotherhood, they made an uneasy alliance with Selene, an ousted member of the local Thieves' Guild and former friend of Silway. As one might expect when making deals with the Thieves, Selene altered the terms of the deal and made them pray she did not alter them further. But our heroes escaped the Thieves' Guild and began to make their move against the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock. But before they could do so, they were going to need a makeover. Am I reading this right? Okay. A makeover. And so they went to see Armand, which, honestly, I cannot even recap. You need to just go back and listen to it. It was that fantastic. I'll wait. Right? How do I even begin to recap that? But for now, our heroes are finally approaching their goal on multi-class theater. You make your way down to the docks. You go past the sundown. You walk past the little path onto the beach. It's starting to get dark at this point. Um, so the sun is setting behind you. It is absolutely gorgeous. And you can see the beach is deserted. Uh, whatever had been going on, people have gone in for the night, or perhaps they're all preparing for the party. And when you get down there close to the grate, you see it's deserted. There's nobody that you can tell is keeping a lookout. You sit there for a little bit and nobody walks out. It, you are all by yourself. All by myself. And that's why I'm not going to multi-class as Bard. Meow, 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 meow. Well, I mean, you just have to save it all up for the eventual musical episode. You could do poetry. Oh, God, no. Missed cat beat poetry. Just starts reciting T.S. Eliot. This missed rap. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't believe they did that to the Rum Tum Tugger. And I... I I don't even know what to say to it. I'm glad they switched back. But anyway. I'm not throwing away my nip. I'm not throwing away my nip. God, what an amazing show that is. These jokes are all completely over my head. Okay. (laughs) Which show, Hamilton or Cats? Rum Tum Tugger is Cats, right? Yes. Yeah. Haha, not completely over my head, just partially. And then my reference was Hamilton. See, that was over my head. I had no idea. Ah, it's... Anyway, we can educate you on that later. Yes. Are you just going to wait until it gets dark, Mist? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of what else there is to do in preparation for this little bit of infiltration, and I think the only thing there really is to do is, like, if the coast is clear... Har har har, because I'm on the coast. The only thing there really is to do is to just go in. Okay, but you're going to wait for a cover of darkness, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then we'll hop back up to the top of the cliff. The walk is a little farther than you thought it was going to be. And the cobblestones have made, especially Silway, with the heels that you've been wearing. Rotan, did you opt for the little heels or no? 
I don't know. I mean, Rotan didn't opt for them. Did Armand opt for them? If you deferred to him, he would have opted for them. Okay, then yeah, then Rotan's wearing little heels as well. Okay, and by little heels, you know what I'm talking Like Like higher... 18th century little, you know, or colonial little heeled shoes. Yeah. So Keep keep the mud off of my pants sort of shoes. Yes, yes. So Set better in your stirrups. Exactly. You're making your way down the very uneven cobblestone road. And as you get down onto the descent portion of the road, it gets even more difficult. I think you're starting to get an understanding or an idea why people who wear these sort of clothes regularly would opt for a carriage. Silve is surprisingly graceful in her heels. Like, she's not happy about them, but she's able to navigate cobblestone streets, I think. Fashions here are strangely non-functional. Oh, it's not just here. They're non-functional everywhere. I never had to wear wear heels in, in Neverwinter. Well, I envy you. Many have. Oh, you never had to go to high society functions in Neverwinter? Oh, yes, all the time. Never in heels. At least yours are low. These are low? I mean, yeah, she, like, shows him her shoes that are, like, absurd. Good lord. Why would anybody do this to themselves? Uh, well, I wouldn't say I did it to myself. Armin did it to me, but... Yeah, it's for the sake of appearances. Uh, Well, if this is what I must wear... To go to a party here, a continental way, then this is what I shall do. Uh, we're on the same page here. We all make sacrifices for... rocks. <laughs> Mike and I just shared a look through the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you get down toward the gate, and the courtyard is lit up with torches. There's a torch burning on either side of the gate. There's several freestanding torches lining a path that goes from the gate to the front door. There is also a red carpet rolled out from the gate leading to the front door. And standing along the red carpet are a series of footmen and attendants. And up on the steps of the building, standing there, greeting people as they enter, is Sinjin Smythe. And a woman that you guess is probably his wife. And you see everybody is dressed very well, but not quite as well as you are. There is a certain polish and a certain fabulousness that you two possess that the rest do not. Oh, it's awkward being overdressed. You're not overdressed, but you're extraordinarily well-dressed. We're better dressed than the rest. You're better dressed than the rest. Okay. I still should make a performance check. Oh, definitely. Uh, shit, that's a 21. (laughs) All right. I believe you, Diana. (laughs) We look great. (laughs) Are you going to use it for your performance check for your entrance as well, or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's wrapped up in that. So you enter the line of people moving towards the door, and slowly but surely, you reach the front of it. And you climb the steps, and Sinjin Smythe sees you and smiles. I grin right back and nod my head. Oh, Rotan, dear boy. Oh, my. Do you clean up well? I should say so. Is this your lovely wife? Yes. Uh, allow me to introduce... Uh... Silway holds out her hand. Uh, uh, Cecilia von Bastard. Cecilia? 
Well, my word, she's so young. Rotom, you've done well for yourself. Uh, may I introduce my wife? Um, this is... He pauses as if he almost forgot his wife's name. As Good he stares coach. at Silway <laughs> and says, Oh, sorry, my, my mind was miles away. This is my wife, Margaret. And she extends her hand to Rotan and she says, How do you do? Ah, pleased to meet you. It, I am charmed to meet you. You are very handsome. Well, thank you. You, you are very lovely yourself. Is she? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> okay. And she, she... Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, we must share a sherry. Do you drink sherry? I, uh, I have been known to drink sherry. Mm, wonderful. Yes, dear, just don't just overwhelm the man. He's, he's new here. Oh, and you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, dear. What was your name? I totally forgot it. A Cecilia von Bastard. Cecilia, what a fabulous accent you have. Where are you from? Oh, I'm actually from Nightfall. Really? Well, then how have I not seen you before now? Well, Rotan has been squirreling me away. I guess so. Keeping me hidden until the grand debut at high society. The man has grand plans. Rotan, you rascal. So tell me, my dear. And he extends his arm to you, Soe, for you to take it. Okay, she does so. He escorts you inside. Meanwhile, Rotan, Margaret looks at you expectantly. Shall we share, Sherry? Yes, that would be wonderful. Yes, I'll lead the way. Oh, okay. She pulls you inside, and you can tell this will not be her first Sherry of the evening. You walk into the Brotherhood, yeah. and the entrance is a um, two-story hall with a uh, grand staircase in front of you. There is an archway on either side of the entrance hall, which lead to two other rooms you can see into. One appears to be a lavish dining room. On the opposite side, it seems to be a sitting room with leather couches and uh, bookcases and looks very much like a refined gentleman's club. The grand staircase in front of you goes up to double doors at the top of the stairs. The second floor is open all the way around with a banister so that you can look down into the entryway. You see as people enter, they're splitting off. Some are going to the dining room. Most are going into the sitting room. And you notice that the men outnumber the women I would say probably two to one. As you enter, Margaret Smythe drags you off towards the sitting room. The walls are covered with paintings of what you're guessing are former Brotherhood members, some in costume from plays that they maybe have been a part of. Some of them are weirdly dressed. On one side is a fully stocked bar set up with a fountain on the bar, which is twinkling softly. It's a sherry fountain. <laughs> Not quite a sherry fountain, but... <laughs> so she, she drags you and she pulls you over to the fountain. 
and she orders up two sherries <laughs> and hands one to you. And before you can even say anything, she raises it, clinks her glass against yours, and says, Twelve! And downs it. To uh, what? To your health, dear boy. Oh, yes. yes. To health. Yes. To uh, health. Uh, I'll down it. How does it taste? It tastes divine. Wonderful. Best sherry you've ever had in your life. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Excellent. Only the best. Only the best for us and for the brotherhood. This is very good. Okay, so meanwhile, Silway, you are getting pulled off in the other direction towards the opposite side of the hall and Sinjin Smythe is pulling you towards a particular painting and he stands in front of it and he gestures up towards it and he says see up there that's my grandfather he was a very important member of this club your grandfather you say yes see we have we have the same neck oh yes I see uh he was a this is your grandfather uh was he a founding member of the Brotherhood? No, 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 no. The Brotherhood's been around for centuries. Centuries, okay. Interesting. How did you not know that? I mean, I know you're from Nightfall. Like, where did he hide you? Did he have you in, like, some sort of chateau somewhere? Or maybe, like, um, did he keep you in, like, a dungeon? Is he a naughty boy? He looks like a naughty boy. Well, yes, he is sort of a naughty boy. But, uh... <laughs> you're being sabotaged over here, Rotom. I really need to stop. I mean, it's good that you're doing this because, like, Rotom's not gonna, like, he's awful at lying. <laughs> uh, do you need to act, do you need to stop, like, as in pause the scene for a second, or were you. No, okay. I need to stop making everyone, like, hitting on Rotom. <laughs> It works. I mean, I just go with the... He has an 18 charisma. Like, I... He's half elven. Like I said, if... No, but what are you going to do when it gets to 20? Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> like, I assume if comeliness was still a stat, like it wasn't, you know, first edition plus, then his would be somewhere around 19 or 20. <laughs> comeliness. Well, everyone wants to scritch Mist's ears, so, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing at 20 charisma. Well, that's true, and and so it gets her attention too. She has Trevor. She's technically above average charisma, but she is nowhere near the eighteen to twenty range. Uh anyways, uh, she was asked a question. I forgot what it was. Uh I forgot. Is he a naughty boy? Was he is he a naughty boy? Oh. And you said yes, he was. <laughs> then, and where is he squirreled you away? Okay. Um, yeah. I think your answer to the first question was yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said yes, he is a naughty boy. But I, I spend most of my time at a, a chateau outside the city. Uh, my family isn't really from Nightfall per se. Um, I actually hail from Tearfall, or my family hailed from Tearfall. Um, but then when we came here, uh, we, yes, we spent most of our time in the country estate. Mm, Tearfall. I think I've been there once when I was young. It's very nice. The waterfall, I remember, is very grand. It is very grand, yes. You would remember it if you'd been there. So tell me, uh, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Uh, well, she pauses and like tries to remember like what noble ladies do for fun. Oh, well, uh, I, I spend most of my time 
Knitting, I think. Knitting, yes. That's what I do. Such a young girl, just knitting. Such a waste. Well, they don't really let me outside, you know. There's not much to do inside the chateau besides knit things. That's why I'm excited to be here. I don't get to go to these functions like, like this very often. Oh, just you wait until you see me on stage. I, I'm not modest when I say that I am incredibly talented. Well, you're right. You're not modest by saying that. No. Modesty is for the weak and the foolish and the poor. Oh, I... She bites her tongue. So what, what is your play about tonight? Well, I don't want to ruin it, but it is actually based on a true story. It's based on... Well, I'm sure you know this because you're from Nightfall, so you know the history of of Roth, I'm sure. And when the uh, queen tried to murder the king because of her lover and then ended up getting murdered herself, and then the king went into exile because that was the way to heal. He looks at you and he's like, you're looking at me strangely. Did they not teach you this in Nightfall? It's a very, very famous story. Oh, of of course I've heard of it. Um, I, I, uh, I was just surprised that you would uh, tell a, uh, a Rothian story and not a, a Tyran story. I thought you were, I thought the noble families of Nightfall were more Tyran. Well, yes, I mean, centuries ago, like, not lately. And plus, you know, we've done all sorts of tales. Like, I mean, how many times can you tell the tale of Elsko? I mean, it gets old after a while. Well, I suppose it does. But yeah, that's that's the play you're playing tonight. Is the the Rothian tale? Yes, it's not called the Rothian tale. Though some people do refer to it like that because they insist it's bad luck to say it. The actual title of the play. And and what is the actual title of the play? Well, I'm actually one of those people who believe it's bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, excellent. Okay, well, I look forward to seeing the program with a blank space for the title of your performance. <laughs> excellent. That is. That is fantastic, and I'm excited for you to see it, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Oh, Mr. Smythe, may I ask you a question? Sinjin, please, don't be so formal. There was a, a disturbance outside your residence uh, a few days ago. I, it, it, it seems to have been covered up, but I'm very curious. I don't know what happened. I've talked to the chief inspector, and he's assured me that it will not diminish my property values at all. Oh, well, that's always good. Uh, but you don't know why? No, I, I assumed it was some local kids pulling a prank. We've, um, we've had to deal with that in the past when, uh, you know, they throw tomatoes at our windows. And for some reason, and I don't understand this, they like to hang garters on the fence. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Okay, but... Have they ever thrown a rune-covered corpse over your wall before? No, but you know, there is a first time for everything, and the city is not what it used to be. I see. Uh, shall we go see what your uh, lovely and delightful husband is up to? Oh, that's when I said to him, Don't give me that. You don't know what you're talking about. Donkeys are not food. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, so, 
a sentiment I can agree with. I have, I have never had to eat a donkey myself, and it, it does sound disgusting. Quite. This is a wonderful, a wonderful forum that you folks have here. Well, it's my husband's, you know, women aren't typically allowed in here, just only on performance nights. And I hear that there is a golden rock somewhere, yes? Is that... Oh, that old thing. Yes. It's, yes, it is here, but it's so boring. Oh? Well, yes, it's just a rock. It sits there. I mean, who wants to look at a rock? Well, uh... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, it's not intentional, I swear. <laughs> oh, the agony. I, uh, I don't know, um... Is it a pretty rock? Oh, I suppose I don't see many, but I'm sure it's fascinating if you're into that sort of thing. And does it have, like, oh, magical power? Well, that's what they say, but I've never seen it, but I'm not allowed to see it. Oh, oh dear. That must be very disappointing, then. No, it's okay. I don't care. Let the boys have their fun. Yes, let them have their fun, I suppose. Uh, do you know where they keep it? Oh, no idea. Upstairs. Downstairs, maybe. Who knows? Who cares? Downstairs. And is uh, is downstairs where where they do the demon summoning? Oh, the demons, darling. Oh, I could tell you about the demons. <laughs> oh, please do. Yes, demons all hours of the night. You hear strange sounds coming from the building. Yes, uh, what sorts of moaning. strange sounds? Oh, moaning and occasionally screaming and yelling. And it's all quite bothersome. From, from this building here. Well, yes, I suppose. I've heard it from time to time. Really? I don't really pay attention because, you know, boys will be boys. Oh, I see. And, um, and this is when the Brotherhood holds their meetings. I suppose, or sometimes it's when they have their little, I don't know, they call them their sleepover nights. Ah. Sinjin comes yeah. over with Silway yeah. on his arm. He's yeah. very... Roton has definitely has another sherry in his hand. Suddenly, there is a sound of a gong, and a voice rises above the general din of the party. Dinner is served! Alright, Mist, it is dark, and you are hidden beneath the cliff, and it is all up to you. Uh, up, up, up we go. Okay. All right. So, uh, give me a climbing check. All right. That's a thing that I do. Do my kitty claws help at all with this? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a hard check. It's an easy check. Uh, do my kitty claws give me advantage on this? <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What, what did you roll? Um, well, one of those numbers that Rotan knows. Okay, but, I mean, was it a one? Yes. So Mist falls and dies, is that what? <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Okay, but Mist starts climbing up the wall, and he gets was, about, was I don't zero. know, 10 or 15 <laughs> feet up, and uh, he thinks he has a firm <laughs> handhold, but the rock breaks off, and he slides back down and tumbles to the ground. And you take... <laughs> okay, you take three points of damage as you land roughly on your back on the rocks. Um, uh, I am a cat. I don't care okay, what the dice says. I land on my feet. I will okay. take the three damage, but I land on my feet. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Okay. You, give me this, Diana. <laughs> you, you will land. Give me this. You land on your feet, and you you stop, cat-like, and you act as if that's what you intended to do all along. <laughs> and then another stone falls from the top and bonks you on the head, <laughs> causing three that points. That is of damage. acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and I grumble something about poorly cemented shale. Uh, so you gonna try that again? Uh, hang on. Do I have a spell to let me fly? No. Okay, then we're gonna go ahead and try this again. Um, I knew I should have done tensors floating disc as one of my rituals. Oh well. Yeah, let's give this another shot. Cause I can't suck twice. You should tie a rope around yourself. It'll be safer that way. Yeah, there we go. That's uh, eighteen plus. Athletics for climb, uh, 19. Okay, you shake off the cobwebs, and you easily scale back up the rock face and find yourself perched at the small iron grate. I'm going to real quick uh, cast Detect Magic. Well, real quick, it takes about 10 minutes, but I'm going to take a moment here to cast Detect Magic. You cast it, and you do not detect any magic. The gate does not appear to be warded in any way that you could tell. Excellent. Let's go in. What needs well, to be done to remove the grate? Well, it is either locked or it is it is stuck. Like, you don't really see a latch or any visible way to open it. It actually doesn't look like it does open. Huh. Oh, no, uh, I used it as a ritual, so it actually takes... Yeah. There doesn't appear to be a hinge or anything? No, no, no hinge. What, what what am I allowed to name with my jar uh, with my jug of alchemy? What sort of liquids can I pour out? If you're asking if you could do acid, yes, you can. Sweet. Then that is what we're going to do. I am going to. Oh, let's do this. I'm going to climb above the. Is or is there a place to like get above the grate? Yeah, you could climb above. You're gonna have to make another climbing check because it's. And and probably a dexterity check, because you're going to try to do something pretty crazy here, I think. Yep. Sort of. Uh, 12 plus 113. Yeah, I mean, you climb up there. Okay. I'm going to use um, Mage Hand to handle the Jug of Alchemy, and we'll pour... Let's see, we need to get rid of metal. What, nitric acid? Onto the grate? I, I don't think you have to be that specific, oh, okay. but... <laughs> You take five points of nitric acid damage. <laughs> I'm immune to nitric acid. <laughs> I'm wearing rubber gloves. Yeah, I will. I would. I will start pouring. I will have. I will uh, use mage hand to pour acid onto the uh, onto this grating, or at least like like around the edges of it, to tr so that I can try and start knocking it loose. Okay, so I mean, you pour the acid, and it starts to smoke. And uh, pretty soon, uh, you think maybe the grate is loose enough that you could pop it off. 
Okay, mage hand. Oh, mage hand. What does it? What's the strength of mage hand? It can hold ten pounds. Ten pounds. Okay, probably need more force than that. Yeah. Uh, uh, kick it. Kick the grate. Yeah. Let's see if we let's let's see if we can like. Let's see if we can pry that grate open with our cat-like strength. That's not a thing. Maybe with your back legs, you can do that. Yeah. Grab onto it and just like kick the kick, kick the grate until I disembowel it. Okay. Well, first I'm gonna need a dexterity check to see if you can manage to contort yourself in that way, which probably shouldn't be a problem. Acrobatics. Yeah. 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 Great. Uh, oh, for crying out loud, twelve. Yeah, that's fine. And then just give me a strength check to see if you can kick it open. Seventeen. Yeah, easily. It pops inward and clatters along the passage. All right. And we're in. The passage is not very big. You can't actually stand up in the passage, especially at your size. So you're going to have to crawl. Okay. You're, you're crawling through maybe an inch of cold water that's running slowly outwards. As you crawl forward, you see some metal odds and ends in the dark. Maybe an occasional scrap of leather or wood or other things that have gotten lodged down here. You don't see any vegetable matter or any plants or any moss growing or anything like that. Okay, I'll grab a few of the random scraps of leather and wood and metal because you never know. You're crawling down this corridor for a little ways. It seems to go well into the into the cliff and actually starts going at a slightly upward angle as you're going upwards towards what you imagine to be Griffin's Perch. And in the distance, kind of here before you see a small blob-like thing slowly sliding across the ground ahead of you. I was wondering if I'd get to kill one of these. I'm sure it's benign. Just walk over it. Will you get to kill it? Just just crawl through it. Sure, you'll be fine. It is blocking my path entirely? No, it doesn't fill the entire passage, but it takes up most of it. Like, you couldn't get around it in any way. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, can you tell colors in the dark? I don't think you can. Right? Cat vision in the dark is primarily rods, so okay. no. Depends on how much light is available, but... Uh, right. Yeah, there's no light down here. So it's just a light-colored blob. Can I do an... Is there some kind of insight or knowledge check I could make to try and determine exactly what type of critter this is? You could try, I would say, like, do a hard insight, because I don't think you've encountered this before. Probably not. Nope. That is a 10. So, nope. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to screw around with this Eldritch Blast to the face. Or to the blob, I guess. Eldritch Blast to the blob. Because here's the best part. It comes in twos now. Uh, so, oh, well, one is definite, One is a botch, and then the other is a uh, will be a 19 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Can, oh wait! Can it see me? Cause it's dark. Well, yeah, yeah, I can. It can perceive. It can perceive me. It can perceive you. It can perceive me. Okay, that's fine. Uh, twelve. You perceived that the thing was moving away from you, but now it has changed direction and it is coming towards you. Oh great! But it's moving very slowly, so it's probably going to be two more turns before it gets to you. Yeah, I will. I will start backing up 
towards the uh, entrance um, to try and build some space between me and it. Okay, but you can't move as fast because you're not... You're... Yeah, shuffle, shuffle. Um, but I will blast it again. Um, that is a tw 25 to hit and an 11 to hit. 25 definitely hits. The 11 does... I'm sorry, does. I'm sorry, I missed uh, 14 to hit? Yeah, 14 hits. 23 force damage. Wow. Okay, I mean, it's still moving towards you. How quickly do I need to back up to be able to get out of this thing? Or actually, let's use... What's my... Uh, I'm going to use my feline agility to really scurry backwards, which doubles my speed. Okay, so you can get another probably 20 feet away from it. And, and hopefully buy myself a little extra time that way. Is your tail all fluffy? Yeah. Cool. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna blast it again. That's uh, a nineteen, and this time an actual eleven. Okay, uh, both actually hit. Both hit. Oh, sweet. That is twenty-two. Okay, you hit it with both blasts, and the thing quivers, and all of a sudden just falls into a puddle. Like you're playing The Legend of Zelda. Right, because the door's unlocked now because I killed the things in the room? No, not quite. Okay. You need to go find the master key. Mike levels up. <laughs> any, uh, any, any, any shinies in, it, in this puddle? No, nothing in the puddle. Okay. I will carefully move around it as I continue on up the sewer drain. Okay, so here's a question. Are you going to just walk over, crawl over this puddle? No, I was thinking either if I cannot walk, if I cannot, like, sidestep it, then I would like to either use Mage Hand to try and sweep it away or Shape Water to rinse it away. Well, which one are you going to try? Um, let's try Mage Hand to see if I can, like, scoop it up and move it someplace out of the way. All right, so you cast Mage Hand, and you start trying to push and scoop this thing out of the way, but it's too big. And every time you push one side, it flows around the other side of the hand. Can I then try Shaping Water to... I will use Shape Water to try and wash, wash it down, wash it away, guide it down past me. Give me a Dexterity check to just see if you can avoid it as it sloshes past uh, is this dexterity save or just straight up plus dex? Straight up dex. 22. Okay. Yeah, you are you kind of do a little nimble dance as it sloshes by. And the current takes it by, takes it past you, and you are unharmed. Because Celine absolutely didn't mention anything about slimes in here. Hey everybody, it's Diana here. I am all by my lonesome today. We are on a bit of a recording hiatus because life has gotten in the way, as life is wont to do. Fingers crossed, we're hoping to play this weekend and to record the third of our introductory episodes for season two. That's right, even though we haven't finished season one yet, we are moving forward on season two. But don't worry about the delay in our recording sessions because we had built up a very significant backlog. I have a, so much work ahead of me in terms of editing, but we love playing so much. We love these characters. We love this world. We love the story. 
and we love you. So, and we kind of like each other. I mean, we mostly like each other. Do you want to hear something very funny? I've known Mike and Amanda for probably 10 years now. Adam, not as long. I met him a couple years ago through Mike, but I've never met them in person. Isn't that weird? Like to have somebody be such an important part of your life and yet to have never met them in person? I mean, I guess that's the modern world, but it strikes me as a little bit odd. Mike and Adam do know one another in person. That's how they met. So it's not all of us that have never met one another, just most of us. So I was thinking like, okay, let's say we all got together and we're scattered across the country now. We're in three different time zones. And I thought, okay, well, let's, let's just see if we all went to the point equidistant between all of us. Where is the middle? Where would be the, the middle place for us to meet in this wonderful country of ours? And the answer, dear listeners, is Hazleton, Indiana. I'm sure Hazleton, Indiana is a lovely town. And uh, that's maybe not the easiest place to get to. Personally, I'm in New York City, so all I have to do is wait and everybody will come to me because everybody goes to New York City. So maybe I can convince them all to fly out. Anyway, I wanted to let you all know that we have a Patreon now. And if you wanted or could spare it and, you know, wanted to support us, we would be thrilled. Um, There are rewards and reward tiers. Uh, There's another reward tier that is not on the Patreon that I'm really excited about, uh, but we're working out the kinks on. But please, you know, if you don't mind, if you can spare it, if you enjoy what we're doing enough, you know, please, some support would be nice. It's, we all have jobs. We do this out of love, but it's not free. And, you know, we always want to make the podcast better, including audio improvements, certainly in terms of what we're doing and, and in terms of what Adam's doing with the music and uh, also, you know, maybe swag and things like that. So, you know, something to keep in mind. You can find us on Patreon backslash uh, multi-class theater. Also coming up, there's about three more episodes in this season. And after the season ends, we will be doing a wrap-up episode, a behind-the-curtain episode, if you will. And we still need more questions. We have some great ones, but we could always use more. So whether the questions are for us or the characters or both, anything you have, just you know, hit us up on Twitter, MCTPod, or you can hit me up directly at MCTDiana. I run the main account too so I'll get it either way you know I think that's about it Um, one last thing I was thinking about is that other podcasts have names that they call their fans and their listeners whether it be travelers or companions or critters or you know something like that and I was trying to think up what would be a good one for us I figured I'd throw it out to uh, all of you. So, you know, if you have any thoughts or suggestions, again, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, send us an email, uh, multiclasstheater at gmail.com. You know, really wherever. And remember, um, also just in closing, just if you enjoy what you're listening to, 
please rate us, review us on iTunes, on Google, on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. It really means a lot, and we love reading them. It, it really can make our day. I think that about does it for me. And uh, now back to the second half of the show. Enjoy. So you all sit down to dinner, and you're about halfway through, and there's some minstrels playing in the corner, uh, like a string quartet. It's all very lovely and very posh, and you've been making polite conversation uh, with your hosts. Rotan's requested another sherry. I really want to see drunk Rotan. Careful what you wish for. When suddenly, Injun Smythe stands, and he uh, holds out his wine glass and starts tapping it to get everybody's attention. Yes, can I have everybody's attention? You there, over in the corner. Jenkins, please put down the sherry. There'll be more time later. Besides, you have to get into character. My dear brothers, my honored guests, it is my great pleasure to welcome you to the Brotherhood's annual autumnal performance. I'm going to say a few words now because later I will be in character and I must not break my immersion. It is an honor to perform for you and to perform this particular work, which I myself have written. They all applaud politely. Yes, yes, I know. Thank you very much. It is, it has long been my privilege to write for you. And I hope long been your privilege to see me act. (laughs) 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 Tonight's performance will be the story of Roxiel the Witch and Lord Starge, which I know you all know. But it's dear to my heart because it shows how a wise and strong man can triumph over the... And he looks down at Selway. I'm sorry, my dear. Uh, the wickedest of women. Ugh. Right, my brothers, right. And you hear them all like start to harumph in uh, response. Selway's <laughs> yes, yes. giving a death glare yes. to people in the room. Oh. So, uh, I hope you enjoy the show, and uh, I will see you later. And they all applaud, and he sits back down. Uh, and he leans over to Silway and Rotan, and he says, How did you like my speech? Oh, well, I, I look forward to it. Oh, also, the, this sherry is excellent. Boy, thank you. We had it sent in special from Vinland. It's, we have a, um, we actually have our own vineyard there, and um, you should go sometime. We could all go. I'm sure, I'm sure your charming wife would love the country. Would you like to try some of this sherry, Sylvia? No, darling. I I will pass on that. Oh, well. Uh, I'm sorry, is that, is that your pet name for her? Yes, yes, yes it is. Joey butts in and interrupts. Yes, we have, we have several fun pet names. You might hear all of them tonight. You are a cheeky bunch. 
I must insist you come back sometime, and um, and we'll uh, we can enjoy each other more fully. I'm I'm afraid my uh, attention is a little divided tonight. You understand? <laughs> I do. The demands of the theater. Of course, by all means, Mr. Smythe. No, please, Sinjin, I insist. Absolutely, Mr. Smythe. <laughs> Well, now I get why there's a gelatinous cube in this sewer, because this place is toxic! Get it? Because, at any rate, moving on. Mist, you're going to continue up the passage? Uh, yeah. Yeah, also not a gelatinous cube. Um, anyway, continue up the, the small passage, and eventually it levels off, and you, you see a light up ahead. And as you get closer, you come to a grate in the ceiling, above which you can see a chamber. Okay, and this grate, does it appear to have any sort of, uh, is this going to be another one that i got to bust open? No, there are actually hinges, but it appears to be bolted from the other side. Hmm. Can I use mage hand to unscrew the bolts? <laughs> well, I mean, you could use mage hand to, it's just like a sliding bolt. Like you would, oh, you know. oh, then, sorry, I thought bolted like... No, no, screwed, no, not yeah. like screwed down. Like a, oh, yeah, like then, a bolt, then definitely, you know, we're going to, you know. we're going to magey magey and uh, un, unbolt it. Okay, yeah, you do that without too much effort. The bolt, it doesn't feel like it's been opened in quite some time, but you're able to get it free. All right, and now I have to get up there. The passage isn't tall, you can't even stand up, so you could stand up, but you have to open the grate first. Okay, well, we'll... we'll use mage hand to unlock and open the grate you try to use mage hand to open the grate but it doesn't seem strong enough to lift it the grate it seems to be made of the same iron as the one on the exterior then i will shuffle shuffle underneath it and stand up and press into the grate as i stand up okay so uh give me a strength check no <laughs> Uh, it's a four on the die, so no. Yeah, no, that's not going to be enough to get that thing open. All right, all right. What other tricks can I pull out here? Can't make the great sneeze. It's mostly for dealing with people, not objects. Hmm. Um. Well, then we have a problem. Can I use Can I use mage hand in conjunct like mage hand pulling while I push with like my actual hands? Can I give myself an assist with mage hand, I guess, is what I'm getting at. I think you could, but I think you'd have to try to do it the same way you were doing it, where, like, maybe you were standing up and lifting with your back and using your legs as opposed to... You're, it's not strong enough for you to lift with your hands. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, that's kind of what I meant. Like, try and, try and lift it while, I, like, while I'm pushing up with my legs to have the mage hand trying to pull as well, pull up as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you try to do that. Uh, be another strength check. Okay. Uh, there's a twelve on the die. Uh, okay, I'll give you. I'll give it to you. Like you get a little plus from the mage hand, and it. But it takes a lot of strain. It takes a lot of effort. And once you get it up and over, you can't control it, and so it it falls backwards and clangs down on the floor. And you hear a voice from the other room go, "Oi, what was that?" Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop up out of the hole as quickly as okay. I can. Is there any place I can go to hide? You find yourself in a room, uh, scullery. You see fruits and vegetables all scattered around. It looks like whatever they they do food prep here. 
so you're guessing that what you just crawled through was a refuse chute, but it being clean because there was something down there to clean it. It was a, you know, a fantasy garbage disposal. Well, better than a sci-fi garbage disposal because those have tentacles. This is true. So there are shelves lining the walls with various foodstuffs, and there are a couple barrels in one of the corners. Oh, is there anything, anything uh, f- fishy in nature? No. Okay. It's all veg. It's all... You try to examine what the barrels are, but that may be difficult because you start to hear footsteps coming in your direction. Uh, any place to hide? Not really. You're stuck standing in the open. Okay. That's all right. Here we go. I had a plan for this. I assumed I would get found out eventually. I uh, I will start looking behind. I'm I'm poking around and, and sniffing behind barrels and and things. Like I'm I'm looking in the corners of the room. Not for anything in particular, but I'm just like, "Huh, I wonder what's back here." Like doing that sort of thing. Uh, and you're just going to keep doing that? Yep. After a few seconds, maybe 10 seconds or so, you hear a voice behind you go, All right, hi, who are you? Hmm? Huh? I, I quickly uh, turn around. Oh. You turn around and you see standing in front of you is is a man dressed in a white apron over white trousers, which are blood stained. And in his hand, he is holding a meat cleaver. That is a That is a big knife. Hi. Hi. He narrows his eyes at you. What are you doing down here? You're not supposed to be down here. What? No. Um, see, <laughs> happens all the time. I'm the sewer cat. Wait, wait. I've worked here for like two years. I've never met a sewer cat before. Well, that's because that's because usually I stay usually I stay down in the sewer because that's where you know the sewer rats are. Why? Why are you wearing clothes if you're a sewer cat? Well, you, what would you want me to roll around in the sewer just like naked? That's gross. I've never seen a cat wearing clothes before. I think I need to talk to the bosses. You talk to... Wait, 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 wait. Do you really want to do that? Like, come on. They're having the party up there. Do you want to be the guy who drags everybody out of the party for nothing? And they're going to be like, it's the sewer cat. What's your name, mate? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Desmond. Desmond. Do you want to be the guy where they're like, Desmond, it's just the sewer cat. Why did you interrupt our party just for this? I'm just I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to deal with the sewer rats. The problem is that I noticed some of the rats seemed like their numbers have been up lately, which kind of tells me there might be a rat queen. And the thing is that the rat queens don't like living down in the sewers with the rats with well, with the sewer rats. Like, she's a sewer rat queen, but she doesn't live in the sewers. I mean, because she's a queen, right? Like, what queen is going to want to live, like, in the sewers? So uh, I, I was starting to figure out, I was starting to figure, well, I probably need to start poking around higher up in, in, in a more, in a place more fit for a queen, you know? I'll stay out of your way. I'm just going to make sure I'm just, I'm just hunting the, hunting the rat queen. Uh, okay, I think we need to do some rolling here. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to guess that you were talking um out of my ass. Yes, indeed. Yeah, no no no, but it would probably be a deception check, I would think. Oh, hell yeah. Perfect. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 1. <laughs> Such a brilliant lie and no it wasn't. <laughs> He looks at you for a second. Oi, how dumb do you think I am? Sewer cat. We don't get a sewer cat. There's no sewer rat queen. 
I'm going to go kill the bosses on you. Uh, I cast Charm Person. I figured that was coming next. That are you bringing out the uh, the big guns? <laughs> like like murdering him? Well, I was thinking your puss in boot size. Oh, uh, honestly, this is more powerful. Well, that seemed to have worked so far. Yeah. The well, yeah. The that's that's the puss in boot size have been useful for getting out of a scene quickly. This is uh, this is gonna last. So, uh, yeah, he's got to make a wisdom save. Right, against your uh, spellcast, right? Yep, which is 16 is the DC. Nope. He starts to walk away, and then he stops, and he looks at you. Oi, what does this rat queen look like? Um, like, basically a big rat. She may have a crown. I don't know. It varies from queen to queen. Usually there's a scepter involved. They kind of tend to prefer, like, quiet areas where people don't go frequently but also feel kind of like i don't know i mean throne room like i mean that's that's silly there isn't a throne room here but like do you know what i'm getting do you know do you know kind of this the sort of thing that i mean like the sort of place where she could hold court and all the rat, all her her sewer rats could come up and pay their respects or whatnot and it's you know there's usually shiny stuff around Boy, well, the only place I know like that is the theater. Theater. Okay. Ooh. Really hope that wouldn't be tonight, because, you know, they got that play going on. That would be a that would be a showstopper. Oi, maybe the bosses need to hear about the Rat Queen. No, you know, it's 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 my it's my job. You know, if I go if I go to the I mean, like, if you went to the bosses like, hey, uh, I need some help butchering here, you know, getting dinner ready. They'd be like, it's your job. This is literally the thing that you're supposed to take care of. You're not supposed to bother us with this. You're supposed to do it yourself. It's kind of, that's kind of mad, but I'm really sorry to like be bugging you about this. Like, I really don't mean to interrupt what you're doing. Um, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I definitely don't want to get them involved, you know, cause then they're going to, I mean, then they replace me, you know, I don't want to be replaced. I kind of like this gig. Um, it's nice. It's quiet. All the rats I can fricassee. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's been pretty decent so far. Um, I'd really rather to keep this just you and me. Oh, oh okay. You don't have to tell me I, I too am a connoisseur of fricasseed rat. I bet you are. I'll tell you what, um, how <laughs> about we just pretend this never happened? I would love that. My that would be fantastic hero. for me too, because I don't want to lose my job either. So I'll go back to cutting up that elk and you can, um, I guess go in search of the Rat Queen. Great, great. Uh, thanks, Desmond. You're a champ. No, thank you, Sewer Cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the spinoff. Uh, sewer Cat. <laughs> Dinner has ended, and several of the men have excused themselves, and they have gone elsewhere. You don't know where. Uh, and uh, after a few minutes, another <laughs> gong, it may be 15, 20 minutes, half hour, another gong sounds at the top of the stairs. And the crowd gets up, and people start milling towards uh, the stairway. Several, uh, you see them make a kind of run for the bar to get a last-minute drink, uh, including Margaret, 
who tries to drag Rotan over with her. Um, Rotan will resist at first. Oh, come on. It's much better to drink first. They're... <laughs> Excuse me. They're... They're not very good. Cherry? Of course. So okay, well... <laughs> you had me a cherry. Oh, I'll have you otherwise. <laughs> Rotan's gonna lean in uh, to Silway and say, say I'm going to go get uh i'm gonna go go with um with um, d- um, d- um <laughs> this person here uh margaret her name is margaret yes yes i'm going to go with uh, with margaret is that is that all right marilia good 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 t- all right, all right. <laughs> okay Bye. Bye. first cecilia is my name okay what cecilia C- Okay, Whatever. sure. She's too dark I, I to care. To I need to go. Go, Rotan, Rotan. Get her talking. <laughs> he leaves. Get her talking. She calls after him. So, where were we? We were talking about Sherry, okay? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Rotan's gonna get himself a Sherry. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll t- would, would you like oh, one? No, yes, but I'll tell you my little secrets. And, and you see her um, reach down the front of her bodice and pull out a small flask. And she hands it to the bartender and she says, Oh, Lawrence, just fill it up as usual. And give me one for the road. And then so she gets the flask back. She takes the glass of sherry. And then she says, And give him two for the road. And the bartender pours you a second glass of sherry and hands it to you, Rotan. And then uh, Margaret raises her glass to yours, toast it, and you see she's having trouble, like, finding your glass. Um, well, I have two of them now, so I'm going to, like, sort of converge clink <laughs> with the two glasses. Oh, oh, there you are. Clink. And she, she downs it and... She, Oh, excuse me. I fear I was the quail. Marjorie, Marjorie, listen, look at me. And you, you, you say they never let you see most of the building? No, but I love the way you say Marjorie. Say it again. Marjorie. Oh. Yes. Well... Here's the thing. Can you keep a secret? Um, no. Very good. I (laughs) came here because I thought there might be demons hiding somewhere in this building. Oh. And it may not be true. I've been told it may not be true. But... That involves, figuring out if it's true or not, involves looking at all of, all of the rooms in this house. Right? Right? Um, now. Yes. Marjorie, as, <laughs> as a paladin, as a paladin, I, I have taken oaths 
things like to to protect the weak and to uh to always go after my sworn foes and one of the things that i've sworn to always do is to never fear to act and then he like leans in and like with this like really conspiratorial look on his face he says do you do you want to go see these rooms that that they don't let people see Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a deep breath. Oh. Why not? The loins just give me the bottle. Now you must follow me. And pretend that I didn't show you any of this, and that we can go wherever, yes? <laughs> and maybe pretend that you're my husband. I could. No, don't do that, because he is a bastard, and I would like to cut his genitals off, but uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's, but I want that's, to. That's... But, but yes, let's let's go, let's go, and, and I won't see anything. Lawrence, no, you didn't see anything. He says as he backs away, <laughs> like the penguins from Madagascar. <laughs> So, uh, let's hop back to Mist, because again, three-way party split, because God forbid everybody sticks together in this <laughs> campaign. Mist, you are, you're down in the, the sort of scullery kitchen and the dry goods storage room. Desmond has left you alone, and your move. I'm, I'm going to get out of this room because there's clearly no golden stone in here. This is true. So you start to walk out. And on the other side of the door, you hear Desmond talking to a group of people. Well, crap. He seems to be telling the stories, him, his conversation with the sewer cat, and none of them seem to believe him, and they think he's been drinking. I can live with this. I'm going to wait for... I'm going to wait for the sounds of them to... I'm going to wait till it sounds like they're not there. Uh, you may be waiting a while because it sounds like they're cleaning up from dinner. Oh, then. And there's only the one way out of this room. Yes, there's just one door. Uh, well. Ooh. Come on, just go in guns blazing. I mean, that's kind of where I don't, don't want to just kill these guys. Like, for all I know, these are just, you know, hired hands. Like, they're. I, I mean, I, I don't want to uh, tell you what to do. But remember, you do have a hat. I do have a hat. I know. I'm trying to dis- but I, I'm trying to figure out who I should disguise myself. As. Desmond. Be Desmond. Hmm. Except he's actively talking to them. So now there's two Desmonds. Everyone else is gonna be like, "What? Imposter!" I'm gonna disguise myself as. Uh... I mean, I've seen what Desmond's wearing, right? Yeah. So rather than take on the appearance of Desmond. I'm going to, like, just take on the appearance of 
a dude wearing similar clothes, like a chef's whites, but like make them less white, like would be fit somebody who's been rooting around in the root cellar. Okay. Obviously, and then also appear human in the process. Okay. Any particular person that you've uh, met that you're going to disguise yourself? Darius from the, uh, from the thieves guild. Okay. So you've disguised yourself as Darius and you're in your chef whites. And we'll just go ahead and step on out of the, uh, of the root cellar here. You step out of the cellar and you notice there's about four or five people on the other side of a table scraping the refuse of the plates and the uneaten food into buckets. And on the other side of the table is a very dejected looking Desmond because everybody is laughing at him. Oh, no, I feel bad for Desmond. They're so busy laughing at him and pointing and making jokes that they don't even appear to notice you. Yep. And I'm just going to walk. I definitely feel a little bad as a player. I don't know if Miss does because he's a cat. Yeah, no, cats would have no remorse for that. But I, yeah, we'll just we'll just walk on by like we're supposed to be here. Okay, so you walk into the kitchen itself, which people are busy cleaning up after the meal and cleaning the various, like, the uh, ovens and whatever. I don't even know what a fantasy kitchen looks like. But anyway, it's a kitchen. And then there is a staircase at the far end leading upwards. And people keep coming down it, carrying dishes. Is there any other pathway? Is there is there any other way out of this room? It's just the stairwell. Just the stairwell. I will just march my way up that stairwell because I've got to go get more dishes to bring down for people to wash. Okay, you you go up to the main floor and you find yourself uh, in the dining room, and people are continuing to bust tables and bring down dishes, uh, and they kind of, so a few of them give you a, a glance, but there's enough people there that uh, nobody really seems to give you any trouble. How are, the, how are the folks up here dressed? Most of the people are not dressed as you are. They're dressed more as the, the proper serving people and attendants, which means they're dressed a little finer. I'm going to try and find somewhere to step out of sight. I don't know, like a closet, a alcove you could find one in the other room where the bar is the only person in there is lawrence and he's busy cleaning up himself and his back is to you as you walk in there then i'm going to real quick adjust my outfit to match what everyone else i've seen has been wearing quick shimmer and now we look more like we belong uh from where i'm coming in does it seem like most of this place then is upstairs rather than downstairs yeah, it seems like whatever is happening is upstairs. Like, you could still hear voices upstairs. Let's uh, start sneaking that way. So, Silway, you, Rotan, has left you. You see him go off with Margaret. Your escort for the evening is also no longer there. So you're just there amidst a throng of people all chatting uh, amicably, many of whom are very tipsy. Okay, so the 
the show has not begun yet. We're milling about after dinner before the... You're up on a landing outside of a pair of ornate golden double doors, which are open and beyond which you can see a theater. Okay, but there's a crowd outside. Yeah, nobody's taking their seats yet. Everybody's just kind of hanging out talking. Okay, then Silway is going to go into uh, inquisitive mode here and scan the room looking for someone she thinks would be eager to talk, probably a little drunk, and somewhat knowledgeable about how things happen inside this organization, like someone of high rank, if there's a way to discern rank at all. From what you've seen, and you were sitting near the, the head of the table when you were downstairs, is that all of the high-ranking people are no longer there. They've all disappeared somewhere. Well, then is there anyone who is standing around looking uh, lonely and drunk, preferably, and that she could try to talk to? Most of the, the ones who are doing that are all women. They got one of the Brotherhood. Is there like a, a guy that's over here doing this at all? The Brotherhood members you can see are all very excited and really engaged in conversation with one another, and they seem to be ignoring most of the other women who are there. Okay, then she's going to change her scouting method to look for one of the women who is somewhat irritated looking, or like she doesn't really want to be here. Okay, yeah, that's not too hard. Most of them look like that. She'll find one that, that I don't know how to describe it beyond that, but she's, she's skilled at finding people she can use to apply information out of, so... You see standing off to one side is a woman uh, dressed fairly decently. It's not the top fashion that you're wearing, uh, and it looks like it's a dress that has been worn several times, and she's got copperish orange hair piled up on top of her head, and she's just standing there with her arms folded across her chest, sipping a glass of wine. But you observe that as she drinks, she's barely drinking any. And she's just glaring at a man who's talking to three other men. And then she occasionally looks down at her feet and kicks the carpet and digs in her toe and then looks back up at the guy and seems generally annoyed. Silway, like, laser beams onto this lady and strides up to her purposefully and in a friendly manner looking to sort of engage her in a, in a conversation. Uh, and she will sort of approach and... Kind of, I guess, sidle up next to her and just say, uh, hell of a party, huh? That's one word for it. Yeah. So who are you here with? My husband. Is he one of the Brotherhood? Uh, unfortunately. Oh, yes. Uh, my husband is trying to be part of the Brotherhood, unfortunately. Oh, honey, I'll tell you right now, do not let him. It is not worth it. Whatever you think you're going to get out of it, it is the worst Oh, why'd you say that? Well, for one thing, all they do is spend time with one another. You will cease to exist because they just all only care about one another. Look at them. Look at the way they hang all over one another. Nobody wants to be part of that. Well, I don't know. Some part of me would like if my husband sort of spent less time with me. He's kind of annoying. Suit yourself. But I'll tell you what. He's he not going to touch you ever again. Nope. Nope. Not even look at you. I don't care what stuff you did before. It's just nothing. Well, in my case, that might be fine with that, too. I'm okay with my husband not touching me. You're very strange. What about your needs? Honey, you're worth more than that. Whatever house you think you're getting, no, it's not worth it. You're worth it. 
Oh, trust me, my needs are satisfied in other ways. I'm not concerned about that. Well, really? But tell, but, but tell me, your, your, how long has your husband been in the Brotherhood? Uh, two years since we moved here. Okay. Have you seen any? <laughs> Apparently she took on her accent. Silway's a, uh, a um, voice mimic. Silway's a fine mimic. Uh, you said he behaves, does he behave strangely? Or has he heard any, heard any rumors or odd things happening? Do they just hang out and drink all night? I don't know what they do. They're just, I mean, he's a man. That's what he does. He just drinks. We used to talk, but we don't talk anymore. And so... Oh, they keep secrets. Well, yeah, they say it's all secret. Hush, hush. Like, I don't want to spoil the Brotherhood. <laughs> I took an oath, and you wouldn't understand, and it makes me feel more like a man, and you can't satisfy me anymore because I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm going on. I'm just, I think I've had too much to drink. Oh, it's totally understandable. I understand. I. It's good to hear these perspectives, though, because I... I, I honestly know nothing about these people. I want to know. Under, I want to understand more. Did you hear about the what happened out in the courtyard a few days ago? I heard. You know, between you and me, I think it was like some sort of kinky sex thing gone wrong. Oh, is that? Why do you think that? All right, honey, I'm not going to say anymore. Oh, you can tell me, please. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to know. Take, take pity on a, a, a newbie here that needs to understand what's going on. Oh no, you'll understand. Seems believing, darling. Does that mean I have to watch their stupid play to understand? Well, that's why we're all here to watch their stupid play. It's not their play. It's the, the sonnet they wrote. It's it's the 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 cart that they just repaired and they put stripes or like some sort of nonsense on it, and they just think they're so proud of it and they want you to tell them what big men they are. But really, they're just little boys. And I'm sorry. I'm just I'm a little bitter. They repaired a cart? Well, no, I was speaking, you know, like it's an example. I don't oh. know what they do. They just do things, you know. We're supposed to be interested, like it's so grand. I'm very interested in this, uh, this strange rock they have. I, they, they, they don't ever talk about it. They name themselves the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock, but then they never actually show or talk about the rock itself. It's very confusing. Honestly, I think the rock's a fake. I think... Whatever it is, they probably just painted it, and who knows, maybe they just get naked and just rub themselves with it. I don't want to know. It's all a bunch of nonsense. It's basically a group of guys who get together and just drink and put on shows and make business deals and think they're all the best, and I don't have time for that because, honey, I'm trying to raise a family. And I've got two little ones sitting at home. And meanwhile, I'm here with that. Sorry, I'm ranting again. I'm just, just let me be. Just please. I, I'm, I'm having enough trouble without bringing this all up. Well, very well. I will leave you to your, uh, your evening. And so he does like a little curtsy and then uh, walks away. All of a sudden, the lights dim which seems strange because it seems to be lit with candles and people start to move inside. It appears the show is eminent. Assuming the room is empty-ish by the time everyone files out of it, I think she's going to hang back and try to see if she can uh, sneak around a bit. Okay, so is she going to attempt to conceal herself somewhere? 
don't know about concealing herself. I think she's just going to maybe like hang out at the bar until everyone kind of goes inside. Well, and she'd then... have to go back. She'd have to go back downstairs to go to the bar. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, she's just gonna hang around and sort of like she's waiting for somebody maybe. And then once all the room is uh, emptied out, she's gonna make her way towards the hallway or wherever she can find to go exploring. Everyone's filing in, and you're toward the back, just standing there pretending to be waiting. A woman comes up to you and says, uh, Please, uh, it is time to go inside. Very important that you go inside. The show is beginning. Please, miss. Oh, must must I? But uh, my husband is not here yet. Yes, your husband will catch up. I will make certain of it. Please. And she gestures towards the doors. So Subway is going to reluctantly make her way towards the, the theater. Is there like a signed seating in there or what? No, everyone, it's kind of a free-for-all. But you can find an empty seat if you wish. She'll wait until everyone's mostly seated and then find a, a seat near the back. one more thing something that probably I should have done from the get-go because it was actually quite would have been quite effective I'm going to um, I'm going to step out of sight again and this time I will turn myself into Arnon Blix but in all his fancy pants glory what we last saw him in uh, in Roth and then I will make my way towards the stairs Okay, so you walk up the stairs and uh, you find yourself uh, at the landing and the woman uh, simply nods at you and says, um, You must hurry, sir. The doors will be closing soon. Yes, I know. I will, uh, I will endeavor to make it to this show on time. And I scurry past him. The hell? <laughs> and now you, now you know what Arden Blick sounded like to, to miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all what he sounded like. <laughs> Is he French now? Uh, you have no idea how long I've been sitting on that ridiculous accent. <laughs> all right, well, I hope it doesn't go away. Okay, so he goes into the theater as well? Uh, or at least or at least upstairs. Is, is the theater the only thing that is upstairs? No, there are several other doors lining the walls, but there are servants and other people kind of ushering you towards the theater. Like, the woman is insisting you go into the theater. Ah, okay. Well, I will comply for now. I will actually, as uh, as I get closer to the theater, I will ask, I actually want to inquire of one other uh, a staff person who is not the, the, the lady who was ushering me in, or is she, is she like, walking me to it? Uh, she's kind of walking you t- to it. Oh. Uh, before we go in, is there a powder room? Um, uh, yes, I'm sorry. I did not realize you needed to use the powder room. Um, it is the second door to the left. Do hurry, though. The curtain will go up shortly. Thank you very much. And he will... <laughs> He will duck into 
uh, move to, to go to that room, but wait to see if she turns her back on him. She does. Okay. Um, I will duck in, and uh, but then change my disguise to match. Uh, look like Darius again, but now, since I've seen household staff on the second floor, uh, look like second floor staff. Margaret has pulled you upstairs. She whispers as she walks. She's like, shh, 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 shh. Uh, Roton's whispering back. Yes, yes, yes. She leads you around. Quickly before they see, I don't want to get caught. She tries a girlish giggle that sounds completely inappropriate and horrifying coming out of this woman. She leads you into another stairway that leads up a floor. You go up the stairs and it's a single solitary room. That looks like it was occupied by somebody fairly recently. There are papers and books scattered everywhere. There's a bed. There is a single door in the wall. And there are a few windows. uh, And the windows look out on a parapet outside. And then there's in the center of the room is a spiral staircase going upwards. But she brings you over close to the bed and tries to push you down upon it. I want to resist. (laughs) Okay, you have no problem resisting. She's not nearly as strong oh, as you okay. are. I was ready to roll. Oh, that would have been fun. But, 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 Rotan, I thought, I thought this is what you wanted. No, no, wait, what? <laughs> I'm not tired. No, <laughs> I thought you wanted me. It's been so long. Yes, you, I mean, I do. I want you to show me the golden rock. Oh, 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 do you want to see my golden rock? Do you own it? Uh, (laughs) But I'm willing to share. Does it still work if you chip a little piece off of it? (laughs) Um, I... I'm not sure what you mean. I'm not sure what you mean. I'm... Uh. Just hold on. And she reaches up to kind of steady herself uh, and grabs your shoulder as she's like teetering and you see her kind of shimmering and she like reaches under her dress and uh, the next thing you know she's like pulled off her underwear and she slaps you in the face with it what? And she's like, oh, Is that what you wanted? I chipped off a piece. I, uh, I say, madam, I. Uh, I think that was unwanted. I'll show you unwanted. And she goes to try to push you again, uh, but misses you completely. And falls face first on the bed. And promptly passes out. Rotan, like, like just sort of stands there for for a little bit. And, like, Cox's head to, like, look closer at her. 
And then he like reaches out and he pokes her a couple of times. <laughs> uh, she starts snoring softly. What a queer woman. And then he wants to look around the room. He looks around the room and he finds many books. Uh, they seem to be of history. Also geography. There's a few books about ancient languages. There's books about, you're guessing, magic, magical rituals, magical theory. A lot of stuff you truly don't understand. Anything about demons. Not that you can see. However, on one of the tables, you see a map. Ah. And uh, on the map, it seems... I look at the map. I'm not sure if you would know or Rotan would know, (laughs) uh, but it is... Cool. (laughs) That's a six. (laughs) To look at the map. No, he definitely would not know. So suffice to say, it is a map of some land there are no labels on it there are no city names or town names or anything else like that but there are looks as if somebody has scrolled across it a series of lines that all intersect at a central place and at the end of each line is a circle uh roton turns it over and looks at the back side <laughs> uh, there's nothing on the back side huh oh perplexing Rotan would just leave it. He's not going to take it with him. This important plot thing. (laughs) This is... What a boring map. So he's just going to leave the map? Yeah, he's just going to leave the map. (laughs) Damn it, Rotan. Silway learn to love her new hairstyle? Will Mist's magical bullshit ever catch up with him? Will Rotan realize that Margaret was hitting on him? Find out next time on Multi-Class Theater. Multi-Class Theater